Hello, Hello, and welcome to the Tony Awards. Tony with an eye. The podcast where we go through the entire filmography of Tony Collette. I'm Sam. I'm Jake. And joining us today, we have a very special guest, Mr. Matt Levi. Levy? Levy. Levy. <laughs> the third pronunciation. I usually ask before we record, but for this one, I was like, it's an easy one, and then it was not at all. Is it Colette or Coletti? That was my first question for it's, you guys. It is Colette. I've been but, saying Coletti for a long time. Oh, it's okay. Ooh. It rhymes. Our friend Wander came on and very casually, like 45 minutes into the podcast, was like, so yeah, I think that Tony Coletta did a great job in this movie. <laughs> Last night, our friend asked if it was Colette or Colette. Yeah, and I didn't know what the difference between <laughs> those two was. And I, like, I said, it's like if you say mountain or mountain. Yeah. Oh, very subtle. I guess. It's like a regional thing. Regional. So it could be Coletti in Australia. True. Maybe. So we're all right. Yeah. Did you know she... Wait, yes. So I actually have no idea what your history with her is. Do you like her? I do. (laughs) Little Miss Sunshine is top 50 for me, I would say. When I saw it, I... And how, and how many movies have you seen in your life total? Oh, dude, too many. 53? I mean, 54. I could yeah. make the do the bit where it's like uh, 51, <laughs> but uh, no, easily thousands. I'm a cinephile, hardcore. Okay. And so, Tony Collette is a treat. She she's is. so good in everything she's in. She's so good. Uh, today's movie is called Mental, released in 2012, written and directed by PJ Hogan, who also wrote and directed Muriel's Wedding. Oh. And it's a movie where Tony Collette plays a crazy hitchhiker who is hired to babysit a politician's children after his wife gets committed to an insane asylum. Excellent synopsis, by the way. Thank you. It's you really write? hard to synopsize this. You came up with it? I, you wrote that synopsis? I wrote down the synopsis from Google, oh. and then, so and, good. but then I, I put it in my own words. Oh my god! Well done. Still ah. cheating. So, <laughs> from the top of this movie, I was all in because it opens on a sprawling landscape, mm. pans to regular houses, yep. zooms in on the crazy mother singing "Sound of Music." Yeah. And I was uh, like, I'm ready, let's go. That was a full me moment. What like, did you guys think? I thought that it was great. I, I really did enjoy that. She had like her iPod Nano um, on her chest. Very 2012. Uh huh. And she Not was like. Even. Yeah. yeah I mean, in Australia, though, Maybe you, know, in Australia yeah. you know how they don't have things it's at the same time, <laughs> probably. Uh, <laughs> but she's dancing around. And the, but I thought the best part of that scene was. Um, the uh, the kids' reactions to her because the first word spoken besides her sing was she singing or lip syncing? Singing. Okay. I, they all had beautiful voices. She did. Yeah. yeah. Was the one of the daughters said, "Oh no!" <laughs> <laughs> and they're and all running around screaming about how the neighbors are going to be talking about them. They're very self conscious. Yeah. Yeah. It's a running theme in the film. What's the last Australian movie we? it's been a while you know what i think that that question will lead us to my favorite segment is it better than blue burger mr jake everhart your favorite film that we've seen so far has been hey hey it's esther blue burger another australian masterpiece how does this movie measure up like i'm having a problem because (laughs) i'm gonna say it's not better but it's kind of the same yeah. And I also think I should like it better, because it is better, but I like Blue Burger better, but I don't. I understand. I you get, know what I, I mean? see where you're coming from. Have you seen Hey Hey, It's Sister Blue Burger? No, but I've had you should watch similar it. relationships with many types of art, where I like something better, <laughs> yeah. but it is objectively worse. This is objectively I think kind this of is... better. I don't But also so. not. I think that it's objectively <laughs> worse because of... These massive tonal shifts. You're right, you're right, you're right. That were... And the pacing was just awful. It might be intentional because it's about people that are bipolar. Ooh, the pacing I kind of liked. I feel like there are sort... I I feel like there's lots of things in this movie that would have done differently had it been written by somebody else. Like, (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> like every movie we talk about. Yeah, like, like for example, I can see a version of this movie. I, I predicted that after the mother went into the asylum, she would kind of never be seen or heard from again. Right, but she wasn't. But she, but she comes back over and over again. I feel like the movie is very intent on keeping her plotline still a thing. That's true. And I feel like in any other movie... Uh, Tony Collette's character would never be seen or heard from again after it's revealed that her ex-husband has like a restraining order against her and that she has a history of stalking him. But she does end up kind of getting redeemed in a way that I think is specific to <coughs> PJ Hogan specifically. There's a lot of similar themes to this in Muriel's Wedding. Yeah. Like a it's, lot. Now it's that like I'm thinking about it. It's it's like PJ Hogan is all about making Absent fathers. Absent fathers and making really unlikable characters sympathetic in a way that is very unexpected, mm. even though it happens in every PJ Hogan film I've seen. <laughs> He also either wrote or directed or did both for My Best Friend's Wedding, which I haven't wow, seen. Wow, he's been around. I think that he directed the 2003 Peter Pan with Jeremy <gasps> Sumter. And Jason Isaacs. Yes. Oh my god. What a track record. Yeah. That's such a movie. Here I was thinking PJ Hogan was making his directorial debut. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I Little did I, I mean... know he was an Australian Spielberg. <laughs> I... Also, Tony is typecast now as literally every project. Well, maybe not anymore, but every project she's in. Well, I would say a good 70% of her projects involve mental illness. Oh, yeah. She just loves that brand. Have you seen United States of Terror? I never got around to it. I know. I've seen Sunshine Cleaning. We just... (laughs) So good. Yeah, it is good. It, it has nothing to do with the United oh. States of Terror. <laughs> it's another Tony Collette movie, right? No, it's not. Well, I'm out of here, guys. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's Little Miss Sunshine. I, yeah. Tony Collette. Sunshine Cleaning is Emily Blunt and Amy Adams. Oh, I thought and she was one like, of them. No. Dang. She could be. She well, that was a completely, uh, totally not... Doesn't matter. <laughs> va- totally not valuable in any way. That's okay. It was valuable. Because you it's... learned... So that she wasn't that she wasn't good. Yeah. Though Sunshine Cleaning and this movie are similar in that I was not expecting to cry two thirds of the way through it, but guess what? I did. You cried. Yes. At the jam and donut scene. No. Oh, that was the okay. I've got a lot of. We can keep going. There's a lot to talk about in this through the plot. It's very hard for me to. I feel like yeah. I was thinking about this earlier. Um, I don't. Let's just go wherever the wind takes us. Matthew Levy. What's up? <laughs> Creator of Shit's Creek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what what struck you about this movie that you want what do you want to talk about? We're dominating the conversation. Tell us something. Well, I was surprised, even though I had read the cast list ahead of time, that Leah Schreiber was in it. And his storyline, <laughs> subplot, B story for this thing was a nice detour, I thought, and the whole theme of sharks that came out of nowhere was yeah. fascinating to me, and I really enjoyed it. When yeah. Coral, or Carl, as they say in their accents, the yeah. lead, the kind of lead um, child... Coral had quite a scene on the slide as well. Well, <laughs> I love that scene, actually. That was so funny to me. Yeah. I did not know it was... It was so confusing to me. It was so teen, like, coming of age. But with underage people's nudity. But I I don't think they were underage. Oh, okay. Right? I would would say, I got, like, 16-year-old That's what I got. Because they were so moral for sure, you're right. Yeah. I think the boy might have been older. Um, well, he was a rapist. Yeah. What? That later got forgotten. She, when she and, um, Trout is his name. Oh, yeah, when she... Trout is yeah. the name of this boy who's, like, around her age, who works at... at her the, water park. Yeah, at her water park. And she Which works at, like... coming back to the shark. Nicely done. She works at the shark exhibit. <laughs> yeah. And she takes Trout in to see this, like, shark that theoretically, um, ate Prime Minister Harold <laughs> Hall... Can I just say, my very favorite thing in movies that never happens is when just a great storytelling moment happens. Like, someone tells a great story. It never happens in screenplays. Like, a tale. Mm -hmm. It's always just action, action, action. Or dialogue, dialogue. No one ever gets, like, to tell a really good story. And this Harold Holt story, if it's fake, 
is fantastic. Very similar to uh, the Emilio Estevez taping Larry Lester's butt cheeks together story in Breakfast Club. Yes, just exactly. Just in the sense that it's a good storytelling moment. Yeah, you just take it back for a second and we're out of the mm. movie. We're just listening to a story. It's yeah, great. Yeah, it's cool. So Coral takes Trout to see the shark. The shark. And, and there's a man's face inside it. Yeah, there's a man's face inside. What a reveal. And <laughs> yeah, they, they start hooking up. Uh, Coral says... Because but because of Harold Hall, I don't know. Um, no, because he's feminine, remember? Oh, his feminine side. <laughs> yeah, you saw my he feminine side or something. And then he's like, oh, you saw my feminine side. That turns you on, doesn't it? And She's then like, he rapes her. God, so... Did he really? Well, no, so so they start hooking up. She <laughs> says, I hear somebody coming, we have to stop. And he's like... And he's saying, like, no, it's fine. And as she oh, is screaming, right. stop, Leah Schreiber... Like pokes Tases him with a cattle cattle prod. Yeah. it's a taser. Oh no, it's, it's a, a cattle prod. Yeah, cattle yeah. prods his butt and goes. Nai means nai. Yeah. Like nai means nai. Did you guys practice the accents because those are good. So far. <laughs> we have had a lot of practice. I really had. Movies. I really had to before saying imitating Liev had to be like. No, this is what it sounds like in Australia. <laughs> nai means nai. Because. Yeah, I was trying I to do an Australian that. accent at dinner last night, and it was not going well. That's what that is what you were trying to do. Yeah. You were like, um, I was imitating Tony Collette's Emmy acceptance speech. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then you were like, <laughs> I can't do it again. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I did forget about that. Yeah. So then later on, later when on, she goes to like, see him I'm at not the a conformist. slide, I'm not a conformist. And they get naked on the slide and ride down it together. I was yeah. like, the why? The way it was shot was cool in the slide. I thought it, that was it was cool. shot it very well. It was just well. odd that they were nude. But I was like, this is strange. And then later on, the mom is like, well, my marriage started with a rape. Oh, my um, God. Yeah. I forgot about that. She's like, Anthony LaPaglia raped me. <laughs> Not and... the actor. The... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, she, and she's like, so that's how I knew he really liked me. Yep. Um, and then she's like, her her main. She's a very Muriel character as well. The mom. Oh it's yeah. Kind of like because she uh, wants to be married at all costs. It's like how Muriel loves Abba, <gasps> and wants to be married, and then yeah. also she loves. She says, "I want I've always wanted to be a von Trapp." Yeah. Which becomes a huge random theme of the movie towards the end. It never really coalesces. But I think. But it, it was, does come back. It was supposed to like. I think this movie was supposed to be the sound of music. And Tony was Maria. Mm. Right? Hmm. I've never and seen the sound of music. Or Muriel's Wedding. Well, and yet you've seen you thousands know. of movies. Yes, I know. But you I got know, some oversights I never saw. You know the, the sound of music, too. Yeah. It's okay. I've never seen any um, movies before, other than the ones from <laughs> <in> this podcast. <laughs> I've only right, seen feel better about these myself. movies. Yeah, I've Good. only seen yeah. these movies. Cool. And, um, a solid 20% of movies I've watched in my lifetime are Australian. Really? I'm not Australian, no. It's just <laughs> that a bunch of these movies that we watch for the pod are Australian. Because oh. Tony's Australian. I wonder, yeah. I thought she was going to stop doing Australian movies at some point, but she still does them. And they're so good every time. Well, so the mom no, says, before getting committed to the asylum, she says, soon they'll be staring, because her daughters are saying, people are staring at us, like, you're weird. And she goes, soon they'll be staring in envy at our togetherness, our normality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, when she buys all the, all the fucking furniture. And she's like, we want it on a game show. And she, yeah. which is, and it's just all over the yard. I didn't love the weird, um, like lesbian jokes about the next door neighbor. Oh, yeah. But then they made her run away with a woman at the end, and it turned into a nice little narrative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they kept saying <laughs> Leslie as well. I'm trying to. And then, I like, keep remembering things about this movie, and I'm like, what the fuck? There's that one moment later on when one of the younger daughters is updating the mother, and she's like, oh, what's her face next door? Is a uh, lesbian, and she ran off with an aboriginal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because her um, mom was, didn't like aboriginals. Or, did you oh, hear that I did not. I did not. She's this that. really bad, like, evil neighbor who... Um, Scrubs her driveway with, with a toothbrush. toothbrush. It's a weird neighborhood. And she says, uh, that at one point when Tony's meeting the neighbors, she's like, Donna, she's like, but mom, you don't like, you hate aboriginals. So. Yeah, the PJ, 
Hogan is very, um, loves to make race jokes. Mm -hmm. Every time I watch, it happened when we watched Muriel's Wedding, and it happened again to when we watched Mendel. I'm still astonished that he's married to a woman. Because oh, yeah. there's a lot of, like, I feel like, I don't know, I just really um, thought that he was gay. Yeah. I think that that's just me not expecting, like, men to write about women. You Unless know, they're gay. Yeah. And not objectify them. Yeah. Except yeah. for the water slide. <laughs> I mean, there's also a that. shot of that dude. You see yeah. all the yeah. everything. I don't even think that that was, like, objectifying. You saw the no, whole I... trout. The whole trout. <laughs> yeah. Um, they went full trout. Yeah, it's very, like, not, like, male-gazy. Right. And it seems like... I don't know. It not it doesn't seem, like, divorced from gender, but... Um, definitely passed the Bechdel test. Definitely, definitely. passed the Bechdel test. They all talked about how they were all crazy oh, they were to each other. more female characters, too, than male characters. Yeah. Which is and all the men were bad. Yeah, all two of them. Yeah. <laughs> Three. Three. Um, I love uh, at Liev Schreiber's first appearance, Coral's like, I don't like sharks. And he's like, you should hate sharks, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> you should hate sharks, Carl. <laughs> oh, well, how did you feel about the movie's depiction of mental illness? Because for me, like, it was weird that it seemed like they were saying it doesn't exist yeah. in a way. Like, kind of like that tweet that the YouTuber had recently where he said anxiety wasn't real just relax you guys take, read a book or something <laughs> yeah it, it it walked a line for sure but i mean because they mostly because they like weaponize it against the neighbor they call her ocd and yeah but she and, is probably. you know yeah to me it felt like um uh tony that was all kind of coming from tony collette's character having that flawed perspective of like everybody else is crazy except for me oh, and then yeah. near the end it becomes clear that she has been going about things in the wrong way and that she's been misleading them that's true i did watch this movie in two halves on two different days so me i too. feel like i forgot that no the first day that i watched this i was like this sucks <laughs> <laughs> i like that they're i like all the lines though when they're like when the dad first comes home for dinner for a while sorry and um, they just start yelling at him like, Dad, I'm autistic. I'm sociopath. Oh, and then she calls him later. She calls him crying and she's like, I can't feel anything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a sociopath. You have to believe me. And Carl finds out she's pre-psychotic. Yeah. Which is fun. Oh, and uh, what's the one... Michelle, who hears, who is Michelle is legitimately schizophrenic. And yeah, they she has treated her kind of poorly. Creepy, like um, like spacemen. Spacemen, like from um, Lost in Space. Yeah, yeah. but I did appreciate the fact that they ended up getting her like actual help, though. Yeah, and I, she like. And when they climb the mountain, Tony's like, you know what? None of you are mental, except for Michelle. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of fucked up. Yeah. And also, why did they climb the mountain? Just out of nowhere, oh, in the was... middle of the night, they're climbing that, the mountain. That was such a cute scene. I was so mad. because did no, I was I wasn't mad. <laughs> but and in that moment, I was like, if I was one of those daughters, I would be mad. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Just being made to climb From a mountain. From the stranger in, that you like, don't even like? In the middle of the night. <laughs> I know. When she is hired by the family, she says... She was. She's there to fulfill her destiny and right a grievous wrong. Yeah. And that's true. Mm-hmm. And then she just ends up taking them up a mountain. Um, which was out of nowhere, but so was a lot of scenes. I mean, I really enjoyed the scene when they went to the the neighbor's house and they all just decided to get their period at the same time on the white furniture. <laughs> they oh, decided. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, they decided yeah, no, to weaponize I mean, it. That happens <laughs> often. If you live in the same house as other women. No, I know that, but 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 I'm one. Yeah. I, I do think that they did it on purpose. Yeah, yeah. They all go in and they have their period all over the mother's white furniture. Did that lady ever actually do anything to them? She was mean. She was mean. But was she to mean enough mom. to? I think that she calls the mom a disgrace. Yeah. Yeah. 
fine, but I that's words. <laughs> and remember when she um This is like an actual almost felony. But they blamed her doing How is it they a blamed, felony? They blamed I, it her just for... felt so unbelievably intrusive to <laughs> now they're trespassing and making a mess in your house. In Australia it's a felony to have your period on a white couch. <laughs> she she burns it's just not yours so and then... far to go. I it's it's just so not funny. your place. It was just like, and oh my just God. like rolling all over the couch. Yeah, like, yeah, man, how bizarre of them to have like this weird, like and, comeback against and these all strangers almost. Through, and so, and all throughout it, they're like, ha ha ha, we're not crazy, <coughs> you're crazy, as they're rubbing their period blood <laughs> yeah. all over their neighbor's furniture. They're like, you're crazy for being pissed off by this. Yeah. It was very, um, Nexium. Speaking of, like, (laughs) these, um, older woman antagonists in the film, there's also the, the aunt. Oh, yes. Who had the dolls. Yeah. That That was was bizarre. That was, that was Was one of the dolls named Elizabeth I, or was she Elizabeth I? I don't know. She Um, shows up to this donut shop with a stroller with two giant lifelike dolls in it. Yeah. Tony Collette famously hates these dolls. In the film. Yes. And, yeah. So the mother's <laughs> sister is apparently, like, mean to her, which I didn't super get. I mean, she was kind of annoying, but not really. What's her character's point? And Tony just kind of terrorizes her. She gets into her car with her dog and has the dog, like, eat her out. <laughs> That's one way to put it. <laughs> like, the dog sticks its head, like, up the mo- up the ant's skirt, mm. and yeah. and Tony's God. like, my dog is going to smell if you're a sex pervert. Oh, why do you funny. have Why do you have weird Victorian dolls Ooh. in the back seat of your car? And I don't really know <laughs> to what end that was supposed to be or why it was happening. And at the at the end of the movie, um, Tony farts. Um, that weird Tasmanian devil scene. What, which one? No, at the end of the movie. Oh, when she farts the flames onto the dogs. Yeah, and then she, like, runs down the street and, like, kicks down a trash can. It was very, it was Looney Tunes. (laughs) So weird. There were so many random So basically, yeah, so Tony becomes the babysitter for these um, children who all think that they're insane. She tells them they're not insane. I think it's Coral who says, if we're not mental... Then we're just unpopular. <laughs> Many times they lament being unpopular. Yeah. Um, Never once do we see them at school. <laughs> no. There are no other children in the movie. We yeah, see them in their out. school uniforms quite a bit, but a never. Yeah, but never at school. And Tony is. Yeah, Tony basically is trying to right all the wrongs that have been done against this family and against the mom in particular she goes to the insane asylum and pretends to be the mother's doctor oh yeah um and basically like tries to kind of lead by example in teaching her kids to stick up for themselves but it gets very very chaotic like she has her dog eat out their aunt she rubs her period blood all over the neighbor's furniture she, um, she like smashes the face of some bakery cash register person which was the most warranted <laughs> thing they were just giving out free donuts but they were always being <laughs> but mean they're about so it. Yeah, like oh, for sure. mm, i love what she was so rude they always made the mom eat so many donuts. Yeah. And that was so mean of Why them. not just save them? Apparently, the woman who played the mom in this movie gained so much weight to play the role that her doctor said she was about to get diabetes. Oh my god, really? Wow. He, was, he was like, you're pre-diabetic, like, you have to stop. And she was like, but I haven't gained enough weight yet. Oh, method. PJ Hogan's like, a monster. She yeah. was like, I need... To be Christian Bale. People people are always gaining weight for PJ Hogan think... movies. I mean, Tony oh, Collette gained did. like 20 pounds she to did. do Muriel's Wedding. Yeah. Why doesn't he just cast people that are the right weight? Because Tony wouldn't have had a career otherwise. That's that a really good first point. movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I get it now. And now everybody has to gain weight for movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that scene when she smashes them faces because um, of how the baker introduced herself. She says, I'm Manda. I'm the manageress. <laughs> <laughs> and then she like, um, she like 
smashes her face into the donut and then she wraps the other girl's ponytail around her neck. Yeah. Throws her on something. top of her and then pushes the whole table over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And nothing happens. Nothing happens. They just run out cackling. <laughs> There's not a lot of consequences. No. There's no yeah. consequences at all whatsoever. Maybe it's because... Just popularity. Um, maybe it's because Anthony LaPaglia is the mayor. Well, yeah. Also, and isn't Muriel's wedding, isn't her dad like the mayor? Yeah, that's hmm. true. We gotta look into P- PJ Hogan's father. I think oh, we know he's well, the mayor of something. This movie <laughs> was highly autograph- autobiographical for PJ Hogan. This was kind of his life. When he was a kid, um, his mom went away and his dad hired a random hitchhiker who was like really scary to watch over them. And apparently on the set of Muriel's Wedding, he would always be telling stories about this woman to Tony Collette. And she was saying, you have to make a movie about this woman. And when you do, I have to play her. Aww. And here we are. And it and was it, like 20 years later. Yeah. And PJ Hogan's real life sister is schizophrenic and okay. told him to put a schizophrenic character in the movie for representation purposes. Wow. Okay. He fulfilled all his promises. He really yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah, I'm liking the movie more now that I'm talking about it. But it was just so random in general. I hate it when right after Leah Schreiber saved Coral from Trout, he, like, touched her face while they were talking about yeah, sharks. Yeah, that was weird. He's like, everything is shocks. Oh, I Life hate Life is too. shocks. <laughs> and then touches her face. I was like, we're not doing this right now. Like, I... I don't want this to become, like that Aaron Eckhart movie where he's a pedophile. Oh my god. That was the worst movie ever. Yeah. Is that a Tony? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Unfortunately. She's, She's got the one some that calls stinkers. the cops. Yeah. She has some stinkers. She's never bad though. Yeah, she's always good. Um she but sometimes the movies are bad. So we find out at a certain point that Tony's married was previously married and had a child with Leah the shark Schreiber, boss. the shark man. Yeah. And she needs to um, she's convinced that her daughter is inside the shark. The shark that ate Harold Hall. <laughs> yeah. And, um... And she's trying to, like, free her daughter from inside the shark. And when... And it looks like they're in blackface when they go... Well, yeah, they're, they're, they're just in, like, dark face. Like, they want to blend in, in when like, the camo. lights are off. I don't understand why they didn't just put, like, beanies on or something. Yeah, or, like, little... you know, the stockings for Those, a robbery. Um, yeah. But, you know, just coal on your face. And that's when Tony's the like, it was a strange choice. Balaclava, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. when she's, like, has the moment, the obligatory, you're not really special. You're mm-hmm. all stupid and... I hate you to all the girls. Yeah. And then she, then she like gets arrested very dramatically. Oh my God. Okay. There's a shot of, of, of her face. It kind of looked like the policemen were like pressing her face into the mud beneath her. Yeah. And Coral is screaming, don't hurt her. Don't hurt her. And I was really freaked out by that. But as we know, all (laughs) cops are bastards. So even in Australia, um, even the people that work at bakeries in Australia are awful. All the manageresses. Yes, there's not a single nice one. Yeah, they keep going back. <laughs> okay, good. Dream- oh yes, everyone. Uh, Tony is in a new movie called Dream Horse coming out soon. It looks really good. It's, it's... got a picture of her petting a horse. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm all about that. I'm so excited. What a plug. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I just get bored of talking about these movies yeah, in well, podcasts, and I'm like, let's talk about literally anything else. There's literally <laughs> so much going on in this movie. We can't. We can't. We're bored. We have to entertain the masses. Halfway there's... through the episodes, do you guys have this every time? Like a little pep talk? No, only No, halfway movies. through the episodes, we just um, start like gossiping about people we went to college with, and then we have to cut it out of the final Where'd episode. you guys go to school? Marymount, Manhattan, on Seventy oh. First Street. Oh, very close. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, still in the area. Can we talk about somebody there? Use um, a fake name. Um, who do you want to talk about today? Now this no is wonder a podcast. She's so fucked up. <laughs> I don't even know these people, but I love it. No wonder she's. Oh, she sounds like she's a committed actress. That'd be so Did funny. you see her editor? Of course. It's part of a double feature. Hell yeah! With yeah. what? Now, I wish I didn't say that because I knew that question was coming mm. right away. 
I remember I snuck into that second. Let's go back to June 2018. Let's go back. What came out that month that I saw? That was my first sober horror movie in like years at that point because I was coming straight from work and I was meeting you and we were sitting in the front row of what, the What theater did you guys see? It was Regal and Union Square. Holy cow, that's where I went. And it had the oh it had the balcony? I bet yeah. we were at the yeah, same. Yeah, I sat in the balcony. I bet we were at the same show. Wow. Did you guys cluck the whole time? Oh, no, but... There was a lot of clucking in my theater. Oh, maybe not oh. then. <laughs> no, wait, but uh, that one time she did, they did it in the car while she's like driving. Yeah. And the cluck, the, oh, the surprise yeah. tongue, it happens. I remember, oh, I remember Have you seen Ari like, Aster's <laughs> short films? God. God, no. Whew. Disturbing. I still haven't seen Midsummer. You have to see Midsummer. I haven't no. seen it either. The I worst love, part of it is the first 10 minutes. I love Florence Puck. <laughs> <laughs> she's really, <coughs> she's really good in that movie. Um, yeah. It's 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 definitely not as scary as Hereditary, but it's just like uncomfy. Yeah. I saw a really funny tweet about it the other day. What did it say? It just was a bunch of screenshots of how like beautiful it looks, and it's like this looks like a fun rom com. Yeah. 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 It's just like so colorful, and uh. they look happy. I'll re- I'll rewatch it if you want to watch it, Sam. What else happens in this movie? Okay. So <laughs> I'll let you guys take the reins. Immediately after Tony Collette like smashes that woman's nose at the bakery, um, and they run out and she goes, They're crazy and we're not as she says fleeing as she refers from to them ostensibly the authorities. All the girls she says, Use a no use a Miami. Yeah. Use a Miami. <laughs> she also says She probably screwed them up more. Oh. And did any positive net positive in their lives? Yeah, there isn't 100%. really one hundred percent. Except, all... well, I mean, the dad is terrible. And they fixate on mental illness so much and don't talk about anything else that yeah. it's so on the nose. Yeah. And also, of course, they have mental illness if that's all they think about. Yeah. Yeah, I it's think very... it's like it's the tone is all over the place. But all I feel like the children's the the children will make sense in this idea that their mom has been ostracized from the community for like I don't know singing apparently yeah for singing and like occasionally running over a garbage bin on her way out the driveway yeah, which like own. who which who hasn't yeah. and their who dad hasn't? their dad is never around and the dad who's so surprised he's like why do you think I hate you but it's he's like, a fairly popular uh, mayor because because well. you're away for weeks at a time and you never <laughs> want to talk to any of us and you're constantly um, talking about how you wish you had sons instead like what are you talking about and he has all these affairs with women who paint pictures so so I've <laughs> Obviously, these children are like, you know, one of their, I mean, your parents are who like teach you how to love. One of their parents isn't loving them as an action at all. Like maybe he thinks that he loves them in his head, but he's not showing it. The other one, everything that she does is picked apart and she's tormented for it by the community. So obviously these children are going to grow up thinking that there is something fundamentally wrong with them. And they're just like grasping at straws, trying to figure out like, what is it that makes me unlovable? What is it that has led me to have like this lot in life? When it's like sometimes other people just suck. And I feel like that's what Tony is trying to tell them. But yeah. also there is, I mean, inevitably Michelle is legit schizophrenic. Yes. But I all... think you handled that beautifully though and summed up what this movie was trying yeah, to do. That's true. And because... ultimately I think failed. <laughs> Yeah, the title is mental, and then it ends up just being about a shark. But shocks are mental. Ah. Shocks are everything. That sounds more British, though, whatever. Fucking everything is shocks. I'm just to be like you guys. I like you guys. Life is shocks. <laughs> At the end also, of the... Also, can I, can I make an observation? Yes. Quick? Our sound guy, I didn't catch your name, but he keeps doing this thing that I do, too, where you... But you keep scrolling the sound waves a little forward. I do the exact same thing. I do that while I'm editing. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. I've right. never seen someone else do it. I thought I was the only one, but I guess everybody does. What do we do? Oh, to our yeah. listeners, scrolling the sound waves, pretty fun. It's so great. Yeah. Start your own podcast. And... <laughs> Joey's the best. Thanks. Shout out to Joey in the booth. 
And Watch the... like a YouTube tutorial <laughs> on something besides Audacity because Audacity has given me a few different problems. You should get a sound like a little tutorial on how to scroll back and forth the sound waves. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but start off like ten minutes of like opening the program and then, now you put your project in. <laughs> Yeah. I'm All right, so I'm sorry. I'm cracking it. myself up with YouTube tutorial jokes. No, that's I good. I love a YouTube tutorial. Did you ever? <laughs> did you guys? I'm so, first of all, I'm sorry that I'm so out of it. Um, it's my birthday. Is it really? I am yeah. never been more hungover in my life. Whoa, dude. Um, so hello. Yeah, you know it's all a right. passion of mine. Sure. <laughs> the but so and listeners, um, two weeks ago was my birthday, for you. Um, so I've, I apologize if I sound hungover but I'm ripely 25 and um hungover but anyway as I was saying that's why my thoughts are thank you thank you guys anything interesting happened on your beta um yeah you want to get into it oh today yeah yeah um I woke up at 10 and um now I'm here <laughs> <laughs> we started recording at 6 40 I was kind of asleep. uh wow cool I actually shit my pants two days before my 25th birthday in a minivan. Oh my god. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm proud. No, man. I mean, you didn't do that, so it's... I bruised my knee because I went too hard on a uh, impromptu um, dance performance with To Don't Stop Believing last night. Really? 1 a.m. Wow. My friend. That's a good start to the B-Day. Yeah. Are you 25? I'm going to be 25 in a couple months. Oh, any plans for the big 2-5? No. No? What about you? When are you 25? Uh, 2014 or something. Sick. All right. All right. Yeah. Sick. This is a good year Oh, maybe 2013. 2013, I was 2005. Wow. Yeah. That's a fun year for me. And part of 2014, but yeah. Yeah. Me and What's Sam? your zodiac sign? I'm a cancer. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Share a birthday with Henry David Thoreau, Julius Caesar, and Bill Cosby. Oh my god. I share yeah. a birthday with Bill, Bill, Steve Jobs. I Steve, share uh, a birthday with my aunt. What's Tony's birthday? Fuck. Wow. Oh, it happened um, fairly. It oh, it's November recently. 1st. Yes. No, it's not. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Because we had. It was Siri, the day when is Tony Claude's birthday? November 1st. Yeah, because it was the day after our... You guys are qualified to host. <laughs> it was uh-huh. the day after our uh, cage match. Oh, that's right. Uh, and Indy cage match? Yeah. Uh, regular, regular cage, cage match. match. Whoa! I didn't realize I was talking to some regular cage we matches. Won, we won. Whoa, congrats. Once. Not bad Once. for some 24-year-olds. Yeah, How did right? You, what was your set? What was the suggestion? Oh, God. I, don't know. I have no idea. But we had some star moments, you and I. Yeah. Is it just yeah. a two prov? It was no, it was like eight. It was prov. like eight people. And the other team that night was one prov. Oh, you want to get so? And we won by like four. <laughs> was it audience vote? It was. Yeah, it was crazy. We brought so many fucking people though, and it literally like. But you guys like I can't ask to any of my friends for any favors for the next five years. No, you can. Okay. I think people feel like once they've asked someone for a single favor that you can't ask again, you can ask again. Even with like Kickstarters, uh, when Kickstarters are different. Yeah, it's a one. You get deal. a one Kickstarter, <laughs> and then right. I've never gotten the thing. I've never. The, no one's ever finished. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No. I keep trying. They unionized. To... Oh yeah. Kickstarter unionized. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, man. Oh good. Me and my well, one of my coworkers keeps talking about how we should unionize, but he this gave. This podcast. But yeah. Uh, he gave his month's notice on Friday. And he's uh, like, we should unionize in the month that I have left. I'm like, you can't leave me alone <laughs> with a union. That's the opposite of a union. Yeah. It would be just me. <laughs> we should unionize. Against ourselves? The pod. You know. What do you, tell us you what you think. You guys get workman's comp on the pod? <laughs> we should. You definitely time tell, and a half. Tell us what you think, uh, listeners. Broke, Should we unionize? I broke my foot watching a Tony Collette movie. Really? Is it made me no? <laughs> oh, oh, you're I'm just standing, and I'm an idiot. I'm just making know. up a work. I got possessed and cut off my own head watching a Tony Collette movie. This is why I don't win cage matches. <laughs> you don't win. I don't win cage. Were matches. you in the cage match? No, oh. I 
went sure. through 401, and Have... then I was like, I'm not good at improv. Uh, where did you do improv? UCB. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, we did... Um... I dropped $1,600 on classes. <laughs> That's right. We chose the magnet. We did magnet. Because it was... Like, oh, one was, was $5 Hey, guys, I got I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk to magnet oh, folks. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... I didn't... Finish. My dad takes UCB classes. Did you get the old person scholarship? No, he should have. But <laughs> he can afford it. But isn't yeah. it surprising when people get better? I'm always like, oh shit! Like classes, they, yeah. they take like, classes. Any type of comedy. Is, I'm, I'm, it always shocks me. Yeah, I'm always at an open mic, and I'm always like, I'm better than this fucker. And then like a year later, I see him crushing. Yeah, and you're like, what? He tried a lot harder than I did. I know, and I'm like, oh, fuck, like, I'm the same, like... <laughs> yeah, I'm doing the same jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope they don't notice. Mrs. Maisel was, like, getting worse, so explain mm. that. I oh, I can definitely... Ex- I can 100% three. explain why she gets worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it's all very pure, and then it's like, now she has to manufacture stuff. You should not get successful fast. First rule of comedy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't think she was ever funny. Oh! <laughs> really? No. Oh, wow. I was on the show, though, so... You were? Yeah, I had a huge, huge background role in a party. Scene. Really? <laughs> he walks right in front of the camera. Smoking and a like... cigarette. I only saw the first season. It's in the first Is season? Is it in the first season? That's why I tell people who are in the third season. It's in I want that episode Emmy. where she, she goes to Alex Bornstein and she's like, I figured out this amazing idea to never bomb, which is that I stopped going to open mics and started um, just talking for long periods of time at parties. Yeah. It's kind of funny. I think that's funny. And she, and, and Alex Bernstein is like, it's, funny. That... <laughs> it's one of those. And Alex Bernstein is like, you're stupid. Yeah, it's all of her lines. Yeah. Yeah. Bernstein's great, man. Oh my God. Yeah. I can't wait for you guys' podcast about her. <laughs> no. Next on the list is... Um... All Family Guy episodes. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. I always forget that she was on I Family Guy. I just know yeah. her as Miss Ungermeyer from the Lizzie McGuire movie. Uh, is she My not? wife's very into Lizzie McGuire, but I've never seen mm-hmm. the movie. That is movie she... came out when we were, like, six. Yeah. And I... Have you, are you guys lifelong friends or college friends? College friends. How'd you guys meet in college? Oh, my God. Yeah, our listeners don't know how we met. Let's get the origin story. I think that we talked about it with Art and Tristan, actually. No, not recently. <laughs> yeah, like well, a week I don't, ago. But I don't think we talked about the Hot Pockets. Yeah, we hated <laughs> each Gaffigan other. Jim Gaffigan also in the group. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jake and I didn't like each other at first. Jake because much? Me. Jake never heard um, <laughs> Jake some. <laughs> yes. Um, when you were going to college, did they have like incoming freshman class facebook groups oh god 2011 i barely remember okay yes i think they they did that's actually how my brother met his fiance yeah yeah well he went into one that he shouldn't have been in it was out of state students and he was an in-stater and then he was trying to meet out of state girls so he could show them around oh my god and that's how my sam and i met yeah so here we are so in the facebook group i was a fucking freak i don't know what i was doing i would just be a, a weird like, no it was great she put no, this thing oops, people I'm, were calling me i made it's a post birthday. in the facebook yeah. group that <laughs> was like <laughs> i made a post in the facebook group that was like guys i need advice i'm really unpopular at school like but this movie pop- mental but this popular boy oh. just asked me to prom but this i'm guy? scared that my mom oh. will disapprove because she's really religious also i just found out i'm telekinetic lol <laughs> And, um... The plot of Carrie. The plot of Carrie. <laughs> and Jake... And, oh, this is very funny. And, and Jake thought that I was terrible. And I thought that Jake was terrible. Because he made a post that was like, I love Doctor Who, and bad. I love Harry Potter, and I love all things British. It was a dark time. I didn't know what to say about myself. Yeah. I'm like, get was to it know mandatory me. that you had to say something? No. Yeah, because when you introduce yourself to the group, you had to be like, hey, I'm this. I'm from here. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be an acting buffet. I have... Um, I love... British things. I love. What did I even say? Plus, I was like insane at the time. I don't even like any of that stuff anymore. No, I was insane. I thought that everybody would know that I was joking if I made a post that said, Did anybody else in here lose their virginity to the Little Woman soundtrack? But nobody knew that I was joking. Oh, and they were like, man. Yes. 
<laughs> Shannon Doyle was like, I love Little Women. Christopher Columbus. So Swisher Ronan did so good at that song. Uh, so we so we hated each other, but then we met during freshman orientation because I was friends with his roommate. Should we bring it back to this movie real quick? Okay. You guys have pages of notes we haven't got. Speaking yeah. of Little Women, the the musical, um, <laughs> the Sound of Music. Did, I, I wrote down, did we need two Sound of Music songs to climax the film? I thought that was yes. like PJ Hogan's point. So we needed, I loved it. we needed to have Climb Every Mountain Yes. at the At the mental, Insane Asylum? Yeah. I, that was the moment that I cried. Oh. oh. Okay. And yeah, then I actually the, fell asleep toward the end of the At the okay. end, there was another one, too. Oh, and Edelweiss. then they sang Edelweiss. Why does no one ever sing... Um, no, I guess people sing all the songs in that movie. Don't they? Why does nobody ever sing Something Good? I only watched that movie. Something... Oh, Something Bad from Wicked. Something Bad. Um, happening in all... When... Um, the only time okay, I ever watched wh- The Sound of Music. Something like... Are you familiar <laughs> with the musical Wicked? Yeah, I've never seen it. But Something like half of I the songs in that musical are fucking useless. Why does The Wizard have two songs? Because he's he's the Wizard of Oz. A sentimental man and wonderful. A sentimental man is literally just like a minute long. I know. Let him have it. Something bad. Wonderful. They called me wonderful. I haven't listened to that in a minute. I'm not going to. Skip. I can't wait for the Wicked <laughs> movie uh, whenever it comes out. All right, so any stray observations? Oh, I'm supposed to say like a prop or something. Oh, right? we'll get to that. We'll get worry. to that. All right. Do oh, you have any other thoughts? Well, real this? quick. Okay. Um, yeah. Leah Sharber dies. Um, oh, yeah, all right. I fell asleep to that. They part. free the shark. Yeah. He shoots the tank open. Tony yeah. says, I love you, you cunt, to him. Yeah. And, that uh, was so... I, yeah. I kind of cried at that moment. Too. And then I'm he falls into the ocean tied to the shark. And she That's dives how would have wanted to go. She dives in after him, and then we think she dies too. Until we see her lighting the dolls on fire with her fart. And she goes, <laughs> I lived. <laughs> <laughs> we so, should have sent the podcast. I think, yeah, I yeah. think yeah. that's yeah. it. I'm ready to move on to awards. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> oh, you have more to say. I'm so sorry. No, I don't have anything more to say. Well, except <laughs> that, okay. Um, no, that's... Okay, let's move on. Here on the Tony Awards, <laughs> we deliver three awards to each movie, first of which is best We prop. hand deliver them. We, yeah. Uh. On my way to PJ Hogan's house. Uh, <laughs> Matt, what was your best prop? Best prop was probably the bong toward the beginning, oh, because yeah. it's the hackiest way to introduce a bad babysitter, <laughs> and it made me laugh so hard, like... Guess what? She's smoking weed. Tony's and then bomb. she also has a knife, which is yeah. not quite as hacky. But the the babysitter so. with the bong is just made me laugh out loud. I was like, oh, what a shortcut to show. She's irresponsible. I was yeah. like, that's how we know she's cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what about yours? Um, mine going to be the snorts of the neighbors. Um, oh, when Tony yeah. introduces, they're trying to what toss. about those legs? <laughs> oh, and spread open. Because she was a lesbian, and lesbians have to sit like that. Um, there was, they were like explaining a story about the neighbors and how fucked up about the lead characters, and they kept keeps Tony, and then in the middle of it all, Tony snorts with them, just like to joke with them, and they don't notice. I like that. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, uh, my best prop was the head of Prime Minister Harold Hall. Yeah. In the shark. It's a mask. And our next award is Best Tony Moment. Who wants to go first? There's a lot to choose from here, but I go with the mountain. Oh, the yeah. Climbing the mountain and her speech. As a That's when they should have sang Climb yeah. Every Mountain. Well, that was a reference to it, because they gave her the rocks that they picked up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, you look at this rock, you know that you not into man. Say. It's hard to be sentimental when everyone talks like that. <laughs> it really <is>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, when they climbed the mountain, uh, that was my favorite Tony moment. It was a little, I, 
it felt a lot like fat shaming with the girl where they had to like push her up. I was like, man, you guys try to make this an inspirational movie, but you really (laughs) shit on this girl for being 30 pounds overweight. And schizophrenic. Yeah. Yeah. But Tony really made that like a almost sports montage work out of nowhere and really had no place in the movie. (laughs) I feel like they filmed and they were like, it's too good to cut. (laughs) Uh, my favorite Tony moment was probably the the defeat of the Baker uh, manageress. Yeah. I just, yeah. that was so surprising, and I just, I don't know. It's inspiring, really. It, reversed, though. Like, if, if I was at my job and someone did that to me, I wouldn't like it. But if I did, but, you, if but you also don't, don't act like that. Sure. Yeah. If I could do that to, like, a customer or two. Where do you work? I'm a server at this uh, sports bar downtown. Name names. Innsworth. I don't know. I'm sorry I made you Don't stalk it. me, everyone who listens. <laughs> Sam Posnack's mom is going to come find you. <laughs> <laughs> Drives in from Michigan. Hi, Rhonda. Hi, Rhonda. Uh, my best Tony moment was when she like takes Anthony LaPaglia at knife point into the basement where Michelle is hiding from the yeah. spacemen. Mm. And she's like, she needs help. That cemented Tony's role as a hero to me, even if she wasn't. She's a hero to me. She's an anti-hero. Yes. Definitely. And mm. now we have a custom award. Mine was worst way to get a vaginal infection, going down a water slide naked. True. Mm. Very you know well that happened. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was your custom. Worst way to get a, an infection? Yeah. Okay. Or best way. I don't know. Mm. Funnest way? Um, my <laughs> word, I'm just going to do the... Um, the Tony Collette Award. Uh, the Tony Collette Tony Award for um, light-hearted and somewhat irresponsible treatment of mental illness in the media. <laughs> and I'm giving the Best Man Award to Leah Schreiber beating out Trout and Anthony LaPaglia. <laughs> <laughs> best Man. <laughs> Incredible. Dudes come out looking pretty bad at this one. Yes. Finally. Actually, no women oh. look that great. No one really comes out looking great at the end of this one. But they all deserve love, just like each and every one of us, except for Anthony LaPaglia and Trout. So this this movie <laughs> does make men look pretty bad. Um, and Liam Schreiber dies. Yes. Yeah. And Tony basically dies, but doesn't. Oh. Okay. Uh, do you have anything to plug? Um, good question. Uh, oh, by the time this is out, I will have released a new sketch. And, uh, yeah, I, I, have, I don't have the title for it yet, though. I'm, I'm actually consulting with someone who's very good with titles right now. Nice. So I don't even know what it's called, but I finished it. Good. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's very good at making stuff go viral. That's his trick. Oh, nice. So he's helping me with the title. You gotta be viral. He gave me one, and I thought it was just so-so. Yeah. Yeah. So you can follow us on social media. We'll put all of that in the show notes. We so are on we don't and have... Instagram now. We are. And that's all. Bye. Thank you all for listening.